Having established themselves as a crucial member of the Camarilla, the Tremirs had to work further cementing their power structure. Part of that was to send representatives to the recently established colonies in the New World. There, Tremere operatives began to subtly urging these frontier towns to become fortresses, ostensibly to prepare for attacks, which was true in a fashion. Once local population then became big enough to support a kindred foothold, so too did the Tremere move in proper. Unfortunately, vampires of the Sabbat had similar ideas, and for years territories were contested in the Americas, ground gained and equally fast lost as the two sects vied for power over this new land. The colonial revolution and later the civil war, as mentioned in previous videos, ended up slowly putting the Camarilla at advantage, and in their wake much of this newly discovered continent had been claimed by princes with the help of Tremere and their chantries, the Sabbat pushed back into Mexico and Canada. While Ventro and Torador patrons enjoyed the full benefits of industrialization, the hard work of Tremere resulted in the establishment of universities and libraries, fonts of knowledge that provided both a cover for their research but also fertile grounds for brilliant minds to develop and to be embraced into the warlock's folds. The world wars involved the Tremere little, but it impressed upon them a deep fear of mortals. With the weapons and technology they developed, never more so than now had there been a need to ensure that the masquerade remained intact. Flamethrowers, heavy machine guns, the split atom. Devastating tools of destruction that could destroy even an elder in an instant. And even as the Cold War raged, the Tremere kept their heads cool, working both sides of the conflict, continuously striving to de-escalate whatever situation arose in a desperate attempt to hinder mutually assured destruction. Of course, if this also entailed the furtherment of their clan's powers and interests, so much the better. And in the modern night, the Tremere are now by far the best organized clan amongst vampires, and if not the most, then at least one of the most powerful. It is a commonly held misconception that Tremere must do whatever their clan tells them to or face dire consequences. Sure, this happens from time to time, but there are degrees of demands and punishment. A Tremere who spends a token amount of time with his peers and studies irregularly won't be taken out behind the chantry and executed. He poses no immediate threat to the clan, is privy to very few of its secrets, and has shown no signs of immediate disloyalty. Thus, he is often ignored, but also passed over when it becomes time for promotion. Trust, however, that he is carefully monitored. Once a Tremere, always a Tremere. For a loyal Tremere, the Great Pyramid is a social construct and a tool of sorts. A means of codifying status and learning, and to contextualize the newly embraced kindred's experiences. It provides a social gathering of like-minded peers, a clear purpose, and a sense of organization that any new neonate may embrace. The elders of the clan sit on great secrets and powers, and they tease and entice these apprentices with them, promising knowledge in exchange for loyalty and hard work. Even so, there is plenty of backstabbing and unscrupulous acts done in order to gain personal power in this clan, because while the punishments for breaking the rules can be severe, it is only so if you are caught. The structure of Tremere begins with the Inner Council of Seven, powerful elders chosen by Tremere himself to serve as the ruling body over the clan, and each overseeing a separate part of the world. Of the original council, only two remain active, Etrius and Mirlinda, overseers of Eastern Europe and North America respectively. Both of these kindred are incredibly powerful, each a Methuselah in power if not age, and only one step removed from Tremere himself. 
These councillors then appoint seven pontifices to oversee matters on their continent. The pontifices then rule over seven lords each, who are usually limited to a small nation or two, and they in turn oversee regents, the keepers of chantries and masters of the apprentices. This division is, of course, an ideal and not reality. Oftentimes there are not enough tremere of sufficient rank to fill these positions, and the job is then done by those of rank immediately below. These vacancies serve a purpose, however, because they entice the kindred aspiring to climb the pyramid. In the world of vampires, gaining rank is often a long and difficult process, sometimes at a complete standstill, simply because those above you refuse to die or step down. Thus, for a fledgling Tremere, the fact that you can, at least in theory, ascend up this pyramid, thanks to loyalty and hard work, is a stark contrast to the Camarilla society outside, the reality of Tremere politics notwithstanding. The ranks from Apprentice to Pontifex all have seven circles of mystery, a sort of internal hierarchy of status. Theoretically, a Tremere Apprentice of the fifth circle would be more powerful than one of the third, but this is not always the case, as a particularly savvy or lucky apprentice may be elevated to a higher circle than someone who is magically gifted, but socially difficult. Circles within ranks do indicate access to certain knowledge and some internal political status, but it rarely reflects actual influence and decision making perfectly. For a newly embraced Tremere, some sires may adopt the Greek school of teaching, in essence letting the student come to the teacher whilst others might have a strict and demanding curriculum prepared for their childer. Some see them as nothing more than pawns to be used in their own climbing of the ladder, a not too uncommon mindset amongst the warlocks. Clan Tremere has one of the highest rates of suicides amongst all clans, often because of the immediate pressure to adapt to not only undeath, but the harsh internal climate and fierce rivalry within Tremere itself. The clan is not particularly bothered by this, except that it might be an embarrassment for the child's sire. To Tremere, the first few years as a kindred is a crucible that will burn away the weak and unfit. Apprentices quickly realize that for them to rise in rank, they must serve their superiors and hopefully through them the clan. Thus, the wiser neonates suffer abuse and mistreatments, knowing that it will speed their ascent through the ranks. Many hope for the freedom that higher status offers, where they are trusted enough to travel outside of their city without a chaperone. Indeed, the leash is loosened gradually once an apprentice has proven their worth, and in higher circles they are given much more leeway to pursue whatever studies or tasks are set to them, focusing on one particular specialty of theirs, this skill often the reason for their embrace. The rank of regent is one of administration and overseeing. As they are ahead of the chantry, they are usually, but not always, the most powerful Tremere in the city. A clever regent delegates some of the more mundane and time-consuming tasks to eager apprentices who don't mind taking inventory, filing taxes, or feeding the gargoyle. The Tremere who becomes regent are almost to a fault loyal to the clan. The warlocks simply cannot risk assigning someone unreliable as head of a chantry, a building housing magical items and secrets that could severely cripple the Tremere should they be misused. Lords and pontifices are, naturally, even further distillations of this idea. After the betrayal of Goratrix, Clan Tremere has taken great precautions in order to foster clan loyalty and adherence to the Tremere Code. Justice is swift amongst warlocks, and although an aspiring anarch may spend years without persecution from their clan, should they overstep their boundaries and threaten the Tremere in any way, a tribunal may swiftly follow, whereupon the fate of this oathbreaker may be decided. One faction of Tremere, called the Asters, are considered the secret police, or more accurately, the internal affairs. 
They wield, in theory, the authority of the pontifices themselves, and their task is to track down, investigate, and if necessary punish kindred who break the laws of the clan in a major way. There are plenty of other lesser houses within Clan Tremere, secret societies created to bring like-minded warlocks together to further their agendas or share in mutual interests. These houses differ widely in size and legitimacy, some having been purged from the clan due to their goals differing too much from that of the clan at large, some being nothing more than glorified cults of personality. And speaking of houses, Goratrix himself was the head of one before he defected, and most of those who followed him belonged to House Goratrix as well. These anti-tribu established themselves in Mexico City, where they provided the Sabbat with a number of dark rituals and thaumaturgical secrets before they were finally wiped out in 1998. It is said that Tremere himself appeared during a gathering of all anti-tribu, overtaking Goratrix's body and soul and wiping out every single rogue warlock with one powerful spell. And with Goratrix and his anti-tribu dealt with, it would certainly seem like nothing would stand in the way for House Tremere to continue their exponential growth in power and influence. In my next video, we will travel back to a time where the fires of revolution burned bright. But until then, I would like to thank the Ancillae Edward Reed and Colin Gifford, as well as my loyal neonates for their continued support. And thank you for watching. Be careful out there, for Gehenna may soon be upon us.